0: Okay.
1: Hi, thanks for joining us today for our first Neolife Wellness Call. Since we haven't been able to gather in person over the past year for events due to obvious reasons, Neolife wanted to find new ways to connect and share information. I'm Christina, part of the product team. Excited to be here with Dr. Susan Beck today. Hi, Susan.
0: Hi, Christina. Hi, everyone. It's really nice to be here.
1: Thanks, good to have you. And we're here today to talk about stress and sleep. And Most people are experiencing a lot more stress during these times, so we wanted to uh, just talk a bit about stress and maybe discuss some tools and techniques to manage it. So To start with, Susan, what exactly is stress?
0: Well, stress is your body's reaction to any physical or psychological challenge. It can cause the body to go out of homeostasis, which is a steady, balanced, optimal state of being. Um, people experience stress as a physical st- physical threat, like you almost got into a car accident on the way to work, or it can be psychological, like you're worried about a deadline at work or a test at school or finances or kids or the pandemic. It, it, it can be
1: anything. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of reasons to be stressed. So yeah. what does that stress do to your body?
0: Well, stress can have a positive effect on our body if it's short-lived. You know, For example, our stress response came from when we were hunter-gatherers and we were either about to kill a lion for food or if we had really bad luck that day, that lion was about to kill us and we needed to run away fast. When we're in this type of life and death situation, our brain tells our adrenal glands to secrete the stress hormones like adrenaline, which increases our heart rate and raises our blood pressure and cortisol, which sends sugar into our bloodstream for quick energy. So in practical terms, this means we funnel our blood supply away from our digestive system, because we don't need to worry about digesting food in that minute, and into our legs and arms so we can run faster. Our eyes become dilated so we can take in more information. We breathe more quickly and our heart beats faster so we can get oxygen and blood to our muscles.
1: Well, that sounds very useful for uh, running away from a lion. And you mentioned that those effects are positive short-term, but I think it's safe to say that most of the stress we experience nowadays isn't a matter of life or death, and you know, we feel stressed for longer. So what happens to that long-term chronic stress for us?
0: Yeah, good question. In our hunter-gatherer days, when the danger was over, and if we were not eaten, then we would recover quickly and return back to homeostasis. But in our modern world, as we all know, you know, if we're constantly worrying or we're constantly in a stressful situation, then our body thinks we're still in a life or death situation, which means we're continually secreting stress hormones and the side effects of having a steady supply of these hormones in our system
1: can be quite damaging. Oh, really? What are some of these uh, side effects long-term?
0: Well, chronic stress can cause our DNA to age faster. It can cause chronic inflammation, which then leads to chronic illnesses. It causes the shrinking of the hippocampus in our brain, which is critical for memory and learning. Chronic stress means that we're now at risk for a whole host of chronic illnesses, including high blood pressure, high blood sugar, digestive issues, weight gain, reduced immune function, depression, anxiety. And to make matters worse, we're also at risk of eventually dying from things like heart disease, diabetes, and stroke. And so I know this sounds awful, but there are things we can do to counteract the negative effects of stress.
1: Okay, so if we're not running away from a lion, we want to de-stress. And, but you hear a lot you know, about uh, de-stressing techniques, but what works? What has science behind it?
0: Well um there are definitely lots of science backed ways to help us return our mind and body to homeostasis one of them is progressive relaxation which is one of my favorites it's as simple as tensing a group of muscles as you breathe in hold for 10 seconds and then breathe out while you relax those muscles so you can start with your shoulders and your arms and move down to your legs and by the time you're you know you've done this through your whole body you're really relaxed. And this has been found to be successful for a whole host of stress-related um, disorders, like you know, heart disease or TMJ or migraines. Um, it's also been found to be effective in relieving stress and fatigue in intensive care nurses. And on the flip side, it's been shown to be effective for reducing stress and increasing performance in healthy college athletes. So anybody can use this technique.
1: Well, that that actually sounds really simple. And it's amazing that something so simple has so many proven benefits. But, you know, you also hear a lot about things like um, meditation. Does that actually work?
0: Yeah, any type of meditation works. Uh, Meditation has been shown to reduce blood pressure, help with anxiety and depression, help with insomnia. Um, But, you know, for those of us who don't like to sit that much, which I would include myself in that. If people tell me to med- sit and meditate, it sort of stresses me out. So what I found is that moving meditation is actually very helpful, like such as walking or swimming or yoga or qigong, those work well too.
1: Okay, it's great to hear that there's a lot of different techniques. So people can uh, pick and choose what works for them. Exactly. Is there anything else that you can uh, recommend to help these stress?
0: Deep breathing, you know, even just taking five or 10 deep breaths, that not only reduces the effects of stress, but it actually improves cognitive function. Um, we all know exercise of any type is good, ideally for 30 minutes, three to five times a week. But a lot of us, if we feel like we have to carve out 30 minutes in our day, that actually causes us to feel stressed out. So what science says is if you could take that 30 minutes and break it into 10 minute segments, that that helps too and it's just as effective.
1: Okay, well, I think it's great. I think we can all carve out 10 minutes uh, at a time to just go out and uh, get a little exercise. You know, I do tend to feel better after I, you know, go outside and take a walk or something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And in and, and fact, you know, there was studies on, on us just going into nature for 10 minutes and just 10 minutes of doing nothing else but going outside will help, help us feel less stressed and help us feel hap- happier.
1: So um, are there any other important factors that you would recommend to just you know, uh, keep stress at a minimum?
0: Well, social support, and obviously this is much harder for all of us during COVID, but even talking on the phone or Zoom or texting can help. Um, social support structures, um, not only are key to reducing stress, but they're really key to health and longevity. Um, our pets, our pets also count as social support
1: too. Well, that is great to hear because I just got this little cutie Oh my goodness that's so last cute. year. <laughs> he is definitely helping me de-stress. But yes, yeah, it's certainly harder to get, you know, our normal social support during these times. It's good to hear that, you know, Zoom calls and stuff is a valid way to connect. And I definitely feel better after a long day when I, you know, talk to my friends and we can just have a good laugh or something.
0: Yes and laughter also another thing that's been scientifically proven to help with depression and anxiety and and sleep and that kind of thing. Laughter is (laughs) great.
1: I'm glad there's a scientifically valid reason for me to sit and watch sitcoms after work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: So something that I notice that happens when I get stressed is that my sleep is affected and I just don't sleep as well. And so the next day after I don't sleep well, I'm even more tired and that in turn just makes me feel more stressed. So it feels kind of like a vicious cycle. So you know, what's the link between uh, stress and sleep?
0: Well, anything that we do to help us achieve homeostasis and combat, combat the effects of chronic stress will also help us to get a good night's sleep. So in addition to using some of the techniques we just talked about, the best way to get a good night's sleep is to help regulate our circadian rhythm by making sure we're exposed to natural sunlight during the day and to complete darkness at night. Um, So making sure we get enough sunlight during the day helps us make sure, helps us make more of the sleep hormone melatonin at night. And sunlight also increases our vitamin D levels. When our vitamin D levels are low, we're at greater risk of sleep disorders. Um, And at night, we really do make sure that we need to sleep in total darkness because any exposure to light at all during those hours will cause our melatonin production to shut off completely.
1: Okay, so no phones when you wake up in the middle of the night. No phones. And um, earlier you mentioned vitamin D as an important factor in sleep, but I think with you know, it being winter now and uh, lockdown orders, a lot of us aren't getting as much exposure as we normally do. So does supplementing with vitamin D also have a beneficial effect?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, as we talked about, you know, uh, earlier, if we don't get enough vitamin D, then we it, we're at more risk of sleep disorders. But if we have enough vitamin D in our system, it can help with sleep quality and duration. Plus, vitamin D also helps with overall mood support. It's estimated that about 50% of the population, this is the global population, has a vitamin D insufficiency, so really all of us should be taking vitamin D. <laughs>
1: And uh, vegan tea is a great option for that, that Neolife offers. Absolutely. Uh, something else I know that's in our arsenal to maybe help with sleep is the herbal rest and relax. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure,
0: You know, we all know that if we drink a cup of chamomile tea, that that's going to help us relax. Well, our herbal rest and relax blend contains a, a whole host of herbs, a wide variety of herbs, sourced from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And these herbs have traditionally been used to support gentle calming for the mind and body. They can help relieve nervous tension and they can even help with occasional sleeplessness.
1: A good tool to try if you're having trouble sleeping, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to have all those tools to help us sleep. But, you know, when I'm stressed out, something that I do is indulge in comfort food, which I know is okay in moderation. But if you eat too much comfort mm-hmm. food, I know it's high in a lot of not so good things and maybe low in important nutrients and things. So, you know, what are some uh, nutrients of concern that affect stress?
0: You you know, we're all eating a lot more comfort food these days (laughs) and, you know, comfort food just has, usually has more carbohydrates and sugar and salt in it. And if we're eating more comfort food, we might not be getting the range of vitamins and minerals that can help us with our overall stress and well-being, Um, including, you know, high potency B vitamins, which play a critical role and the health of our nervous system. So it helps just to take a multivitamin would be really helpful or our stress pack. Our stress pack provi- provides that range of vitamins and minerals that help with, um, with stress. Yeah.
1: And a super B is another great option with you know, all of the B vitamins, isn't it?
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: So if you had to pick one more nutrient of concern in relation to stress, what would it be?
0: Oh, one of my favorite supplements is magnesium. Magnesium has been shown to modulate the stress response, and if we take magnesium, it's also been shown to alleviate some of the psychological components of stress, plus it helps support muscle and nerve health, so it's by far one of my favorite ones to take.
1: Oh, that reminds me, I haven't taken my magnesium today. (laughs) I think a lot of people underestimate the importance of proper nutrition as a factor in stress.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, just to sum up our talk today, if, if we start to notice that we're constantly feeling stressed, it's great to try just some of the techniques we talked about, even if it's for only a few minutes a day, you know, or to take time out to call a friend or laugh with your kids or pet your puppy <laughs> and pay attention, you know, if we pay attention to what we're taking nutritionally, you know, even adding vitamin D or our stress pack or magnesium will go a long way in reducing the effects of stress and in helping us stay healthy for a long time.
1: Yeah, it sounds like we learned a lot of techniques to um, attack stress from multiple angles, the nutrition angle and, you know, techniques to uh, just de-stress in general. So thank you for sharing all that with us today, Susan. I think we've all learned a lot.
0: It's been really fun to be here to talk with you, Christina, and I love seeing your puppy.
1: I show him off every chance I get.
0: I can and see uh, why. <laughs> it's adorable. He's well, adorable. Thank you
1: to everyone. Thank you to everyone for joining us today for our first Neo Life Wellness Call. And uh, we hope you learned something useful. And we hope that you tune in next time.
0: Thanks, everybody. It's been really nice to be here. Bye. Bye.